0: Today, we invite you to join Bishop Robert Barron as he preaches the gospel and shares the warmth and light of Christ with each one of us. Peace be with you. Friends, for the past several years now, if you've been a follower of Word on Fire, you know this, Um, I've been following the work of uh, Jordan Peterson. He's the Toronto psychologist who's made quite a splash on social media around the world. A Jungian, Peterson is in many ways the early 21st century version of Joseph Campbell. Remember him? He was a Jungian, also from the last century, who had a major impact on George Lucas, and hence on the uh, Star Wars franchise. If you, who hasn't seen the Star Wars movies, uh, you've taken in a lot of the philosophy, really, of Joseph Campbell. Well, in some ways, Peterson is an updated version of, of Campbell. Both Campbell and Peterson have delighted in drawing attention to the archetypal patterns that undergird many of the myths and legends and stories of the world and help to explain their perennial and universal appeal. So that's the Jungian influence. Jung was interested in what he called these archetypes of the collective unconscious, these patterns of meaning that are very deep within the kind of collective psychology of the human race and that come up in our... Myths and rituals and, and uh, religions, etc. Now, perhaps the central archetype that both Campbell and Peterson explore, it's on display in Plato's Myth of the Cave, it's in the story of Jason and the Argonauts, it's in the Legends of the Holy Grail, it's in Tolkien's Lord of the Rings, and yes, indeed, it's in Star Wars, is the archetype of the hero's journey. Now here's how Jordan Peterson understands the dynamics of this archetype. Somebody sets out from the realm of the known, from the arena of cozy domesticity, and ventures courageously into terra incognita, right? Into the unknown country. I, I always think here of uh in the Lord of the Rings in the in the movie version when uh Bilbo is setting out on his on his journey and he he's runs out of cozy little shire where he's been living in those wonderful little hobbit you know homes with doilies and teacups and everything is very neat and orderly. And he's, he runs away. Someone says, where are you going? And he goes, I'm going on an adventure. So that's how the, the hero's story usually commences, is you leave behind the familiar and you venture into unknown territory. Now, there, inevitably, he faces enemies and obstacles. He's compelled to battle some version of a dragon, uh, often dragons he never even knew existed. But if he's stout-hearted enough, he conquers his opponents and establishes a kind of beachhead in the land of the unknown, claiming it for settlement. And then others can move confidently into the space that he's cleared. I don't know if anyone's watched that show. Uh, it was on the History Channel, Vikings. But it begins with the story of this um, hero who ventures out into the unknown. He says, I've heard about this land across the sea, and if we sail out there, we'll find it. It'll benefit our, our uh, community. And, of course, everyone tells him, no, 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 you can't do it. There's no such thing. It's only a myth, and we'll be destroyed, and we'll die. But Ragnar, that's his name, Ragnar sets out and conquers his fears and conquers obstacles and does indeed bring back something to the benefit of the community. That's a classic sort of hero's tale. Now, we can see this move everywhere we look. You can see it in scientific investigation, someone that moves out of the familiar territory and explores something unknown. You see it in uh, exploration of new lands. I was just in... um, in Santo Domingo, the Dominican Republic, and that's where uh, Columbus, one of the islands he landed on in his first voyage. Well, there's a a classic hero's journey, if you want, leaving the familiar, venturing out into the unknown. You can see it in fresh moral achievements. Think of someone like uh, Dr. King, you know, and leading his civil rights movement in the 60s. Well, that was moving into uncharted territory. But then, what, establishing a beachhead there that many other people could then uh, move into. Think even of a little kid, bring this down to earth now, a little kid venturing out of home on his first day of school. He's he's leaving cozy domesticity, the world he's familiar with, and he's venturing out into the unknown. He's going to battle dragons, and (laughs) maybe that's his first grade teacher, who knows, but he's going to battle things he doesn't even know about. But he's on a hero's journey, even that little kid. Now the reason we love this pattern is it's the key to progress and to a deeper life. That's why we we resonate with it we We watch these movies and read these books over and over again. We teach our kids to embark upon a hero's journey, both for their own good and the good of others. I remember my dad when I was sixteen in my first job, and I was you know nervous as you you would be and my dad given me this pep talk in the car. I remember when he talked about have a little money in your pocket, and you'll meet these people here, and this will be good for you. And he was urging me to, to, you know, get the sword and shield and go out there into the unknown territory and, and conquer it. Now, as both Joseph Campbell and Jordan Peterson have recognized, the Bible is a treasure trove of such stories, heroes' adventures. But what makes the biblical account so distinctive is that God is the one who's drawing and prompting the journey. Let me say that again. It's not just the hero on his own initiative like, you know, Ragnar saying, "I'm going to go out there and conquer this new land," or Columbus. God prompts the hero on the journey. The God of the Bible, if I can put it this way, is anything but conservative. If by that term you mean someone that hunkers down and protects the status quo, on the contrary, the God of the Bible is continually calling his servants to more, to move out beyond themselves ever more dramatically. Okay, are you wondering now why is this bishop talking about Joseph Campbell and Jordan Peterson and the hero's journey? Well, it's because of our second reading today. The second reading from the letter of the Hebrews highlights the story of Abraham as our father in faith. And here's my point, everybody. To speak about faith is to speak about people willing to go on heroes' journeys. Listen to how the author of Hebrews sums up the import of the Abraham story. Faith is the realization of what is hoped for and evidence of things not seen. Notice, please, and and younger people, listen to me, please heed this. This hasn't a thing to do with anti-intellectualism or accepting claims on the basis of no evidence. That's how our new atheist friends and all their allies will characterize faith. It's got nothing to do with authentic faith. Faith is not a surrender of the mind. It means nothing like that. On the contrary, authentic faith has to do with adventure. Where are you going, (laughs) Bilbo? I'm going on an adventure. Authentic faith has to do with risk. It has to do with trying something new. It has to do with straining forward. Now, listen to how he concretizes this in terms of the Abraham story. Abraham is summoned. Mind you, at the age of 75, take that in. I mean, people who are 75, you're ready for for bed or retirement or something. But at the age of 75, Abraham is summoned to leave behind everything and everyone he knew in his hometown of Ur of the Chaldees. Talk about leaving cozy domesticity. Talk about leaving the shire. That's Abraham and he's called to go in quest of a promised land that God will show to him. As we'd expect in any hero's adventure, he faces numerous obstacles and confronts a series of enemies and opponents. Read the book of Genesis here for the details. But Abraham trusted in God and went forth bravely. And from this hero's journey came the people Israel. Listen again now to how this is summed up in the letter to the Hebrews. So it was that there came forth from one man himself as good as dead. How about that for a characterization? One man himself as good as dead, descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sands on the seashore. By his hero's journey, Abraham has cleared the ground for many others to join him. He's cleared the ground for the holy people Israel. And watch the Abraham pattern repeated throughout the Bible. Jacob, Joseph, Moses, Joshua, Saul, David, Solomon, they're all in this sense heroes of faith, of willing to go out and go forth. The great Saint Ignatius of Loyola caught this notion of faith in his famous adage. Semper maior. Always greater. That's the heart of Ignatian spirituality in some ways. There's always more that we can do for God. Always another adventure to undertake. Always a further land to explore. The God Who awakens faith is the God who inspires heroes. Does that make sense? That's what the Bible means by faith. Okay? Now, if all of this isn't remarkable enough, I'd like to draw your attention as I bring this to a close. To a hero's journey that is also clearly present in the Bible, and one that far surpasses any hero's journey that we might embark upon. If I can put it this way, the Bible tells the story of God's own hero's journey. God's willingness to let go of his own godliness, to empty himself in order to find us who had wandered into what Augustine called the land of unlikeness. Now, I'm being a little playful here, but... Augustine meant it's the land of of dissimilitude, where we lose our, our likeness unto God. God goes into that terra incognita on his own hero's journey. Here's how Paul puts it in his letter to the Philippians. Though he was in the form of God, Jesus did not deem equality with God a thing to be grasped, but rather emptied himself and took the form of a slave. There it is, everybody. God left, if you want to put it this way, the cozy domesticity of his own godliness so as to go on a hero's journey into the land of unlikeness in order to find us who had wandered there and to draw us back into his life we have been benefiting from that divine hero's journey ever since. Think of it this way, and I bring it to a close. Whatever faith we can muster, so our sense of confidence, our willingness to go forth, is only an echo of God's ever greater faith in us. Whatever love we dare on our hero's journeys, is only a shadow of the love that God dared for our sake. And God bless you. Thank you for listening to this week's homily from Bishop Robert Barron. For more resources from Bishop Barron, please visit wordonfire.org.